time for episode number 15 of Precipe Your Luck. This week we talk about the sugar snap peas we made last week, and then we play another exciting game of Precipe Your Luck. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hi everyone. So we missed a week, but we were busy bringing a life into this world. Sometimes it was tough to find time for those two-a-day feedings, but eventually our baby got all stinky and tangy, and we put it in a container and shoved it in the fridge. So the container's believe... airtight, too. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. And an, air, an airtight fridge and an airtight container. But I think we cracked the container a little. Well, yeah. Anyway, we are hoping to make some bread out of our little baby in the next week. And I'll even get some fancy butter. Ian, do you think that's spoiling the child? <laughs> no, I think it's spoiling me. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, we get... need a name for our stinky blob of sourdough starter. So if you have any submissions, please let us know. We'll get back to you on what name we pick. No political jokes. We will not have something vile named. We will not have anything named after someone vile in our house. That's all I can say. All right. So moving on to food. Uh, we enjoy making pizza. I enjoy making pizza. It was a passion of mine. It is a passion. Of, it's kind of, it's, I'm not as passionate as I once was, but I still do enjoy making different types of pizza and recently on america's test kitchen they had a chicago thin style crust which i was excited to try a new style we got to know that was a thing well it was always on the recipe at like uno's but why would you get that when there's deep dish yes yeah so we got to use our pizza stone which we don't really use for any of our other recipes and our pizza peel and the dough actually came off the peel, so I, I felt all fancy when it just, you know, kind of just slid right off like it was supposed to. Yeah, it was a nice moment. Yeah, there are tons of pizza peel fails out there, and I didn't want that. We just have to get a new oven if the whole thing went back there. Not, <laughs> not really. Um, so that was that was a big that felt like a big victory. What did you think of the pizza, Ian? I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. It was it's an unusual crust, I think, to be sure. I mean, it wasn't bad though. It was, it was pretty good. It you know, real crunchy on bottom, mm-hmm. um, and yet still somehow a little doughy, a little doughy almost on top. Yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting a thinner crust overall because we followed the recipe to the letter for the dough. Like we'll have pictures where you can see our perfectly rolled out circle on our little King Arthur mat that tells us how big our circles are. So. I was I was actually I was expecting something a little thinner. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, okay. But, I mean, it was still it was it was one of those it was good. It was I good. wouldn't even make it again. I just but it's yeah it it's not going to crack like the the upper echelon of our pizza rotation. No, I don't think so. So how many different pizza crusts are in our rotation? So the we have a New York ish. Mm-hmm. And the Chicago deep dish mm-hmm. that are the two we make most often. Mm. Uh, and then we also have a pan, a pan and a Detroit style, yeah. which are similar but slightly different. Yeah. Uh, we have that one that came, the wood fire imitation one that from uh, oh, yeah. Serious Eats. That's right. We've only made that one once, but oh, we really Oh my gosh, liked that it. was so good. That one, at May, that one has a better chance of cracking in oh, at the top. Oh yeah, I hope it does. That was really uh, yummy. Yeah, that was a good one. How many does that give us? Uh, six. Okay. That's a lot. And quite a few. And we've tried at least, what, three or four other cracker style or other thin Don't crust. Don't be throwing the cracker crust in my face, Ian. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just... I'm working hard. 
The cracker crust is my white whale. I'll I try and try and try, and then I'll give up for a while. Because it just never is what I want. Yeah. Mm. But I will get there someday. I know you will. I have full faith. Aw, thanks, honey. I have full <laughs> faith in you, too. That was your first mistake. <laughs> Got anything else to say about pizza? Uh, no, except pizza talk is making me hungry. Okay, well, I just saw what you ate for dinner, so <laughs> I hope not. Okay, so our listeners were split between, in our la- from our last recipes, our listeners were split between the peach shortcakes, which looked, oh my gosh, so good, yeah. and the Korean grilled beef, which also looked quite tasty. Mm-hmm. But we went a different way. Ian, tell the listeners what we picked. We picked the sugar snap peas. Sugar snap peas only take five minutes to saute into crispy perfection. They make a perfect side dish to Kung Pao chicken or Szechuan chicken to to balance out their (laughs) spice. Excuse me. Did you get choked up over the snap peas? A little. Okay. I understand. So where did we buy the ingredients? Central Market. And did we deviate from the recipe? We did not. And how long did it take? It took about eight minutes to cook, including heating up the oil. It took what felt like a lifetime to de-string all the snap peas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because... I got home from work and you had already started. Yeah. And then you still went for another while. For a while. Maybe still. there's some speed method. I don't know. I watched this t- this YouTube on. I, I watched the YouTube and it took. There was like a 40 second YouTube to do one. So multiply that out to a billion and you can see how <laughs> long it took me. That's right. Uh, how was cleanup? Super easy because it was just one skillet and a spatula. Uh, leftover potential? I, I would think limited because I don't know if I want to eat cold sautéed beans, but maybe. Or peas, yeah. maybe. Maybe in something else if you threw them in a yeah. salad or something, but I don't I don't know if you'd want them on their own. Yeah, but there weren't any leftover anyway. Yeah, I was about to say. All right, the results. I liked them. I wish I'd cook them. Next time we make them, I would cook them over a higher heat for a shorter amount of time to keep some more of the snap. And I would cut back on the oil. I thought that was way too much olive oil for that, for that amount of beans, but I could totally see these eat, see eating these regularly. We've been wanting to find more vegetable recipes that are quick. That's true. We enjoy the roasted vegetables. They take forever, but this was super quick. And if you bought the de stringed beans, I mean, you'd have a nice side dish in less than 10 minutes and that's pretty cool that is cool um yeah i agree i thought these were these were delicious um and like you said we probably yeah they were maybe just a little not quite as snappy as you'd like them but Mm -hmm. otherwise perfect and i think you're right that a little higher heat a little lower shorter time probably Mm -hmm. fixes that right up yep i think so i would i would definitely make these again i think they'd also this technique would also work for uh, like those fancy French green beans, hair caver, I want to say. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. So I've always, um, speaking since we're on the topic of snap peas, uh, for those of you, well, backing up, to talk specifically about this recipe, there's only three ingredients, olive oil, the snap peas, and salt. So you probably have most of what you need at home already, except right. maybe the snap peas. So I've always enjoyed sugar snap peas. I've, I've liked them raw. I've liked them in things. But I always felt a little guilty eating them because of the name sugar snap peas. Yeah. 
Like that's like a cheating vegetable. Right. But I looked it up and compared it to broccoli, which I enjoy, but you don't. But it's definitely more bitter than snap peas. And calorie-wise, they're not that far off. They're, you know, like 10 calories off. Um, Carbs are similar. It's a little bit higher in the snap peas. More fiber in the snap peas, actually. So I was really surprised to see that they are both really good sources of, I don't know, what's good in vegetables, fiber and vitamins and... Yeah. Yeah. So... um, I wonder how it got that name. Do you know? Well, it does have more... So the snap pea is... is, They're snap peas, which is in between like the flat... What do you call the flat peas? The um, snow peas. Oh, okay. So you have snow peas, snap peas, and English peas. And as you get closer, there's a range of starchiness and thickness of the pod. So an English pea pod is really thick compared to the snow peas, which has a really thin pod. Oh, okay. Okay, so I <laughs> clearly I had a lot of time this week if I, if I know all this. I am somewhat embarrassed. So actually snow pea or snap peas are kind of a the middle ground between snow peas and garden peas. Okay. Okay. Because you notice in, sna- in snow peas, it's real flat, but you saw in the snap peas that the insides were rounder, more like English peas. Okay, yeah. But I don't sense. think they have the... I My mother doesn't like peas, so we never ate them, and I find them rather unpleasant now, but I still like snap peas. Go figure. Hmm. There's a texture difference for me for the pea part. Oh, for sure. That I just find them more enjoyable. So anyway, that prompted me to look up. We talk, we've talked about this before. Um, both of our mothers, we talked about this when we were dating. Both of our mothers limited our pineapple consumption. Or yep. steered us away from pineapple. Right. Maybe, because they said it was too sugary. <laughs> and maybe they were talking about pineapple in heavy syrup, but I'm pretty sure my mom always avoided buying fruit and heavy syrup, you know, if she could. Yeah. Um, because she's always, she, she was, she's a label reader in that regard, but pineapple. So I looked up pineapple after learning this about snap peas, I compared the difference between pineapple and apples and those are pretty similar too. So I've always felt a little guilty when I eat pineapple, like we had for dinner tonight, so I'm like, I could pick a healthier fruit, and I've been beating myself up over nothing. They're both yep. perfectly healthy fruits, and that is just such a relief. Apple does have a little bit more fiber, but it's not such a big difference. It's meaningful, you know? Right. So, yeah, that's my fruit talk today. Okay. So I just wonder, like, where do these... Where do rumors like this start? Like, pineapple's not good for you, but apples are. And these things that become part of conventional wisdom, because it's not just your mom and my mom I've heard that from. I've heard that just out there. Sure. I've heard other people say these things as being factual, and they're just not. So I just wonder where that stuff comes from. It's a good question. It's not important, but 
you know, if if you want something that's yummy, maybe it's not bad for you, I guess is the lesson. <laughs> right. Well, I don't like to say bad either. I'm trying oh, yes. to stay away from that health healthist language. But maybe it still supports eating in a way that you find healthy. There That's you go. better. Okay. All right. Nailed it on my second go around. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ian, do you have anything else to say about the snap peas? Nope. Okay. Does anyone want to know any more about snap peas than I have already told them? They can't possibly. I, I don't see anyone raising their hand, so I think we can <laughs> <Okay>. move on. <laughs> All right. This week, I'll be reading the selections, and Ian will be doing the picking. Ian, can you remind our listeners of the rules? Sure. So this is a pressure luck style game. You have to pick one and only one of the recipes you'll hear. Once you pass, it's gone forever. Okay. If you get to the last one, you have to take it. Okay. Are we ready? We're ready. Let's start then with Monday. Sous vide corn on the cob. Like most things, sous vide makes sure it comes out perfect. This is, I'm the one who put this one on the list. And it's, I'm torn on this one, right? Because on the one hand, I do really like corn on the cob. And most everything we've made with the sous vide so far has come out great. But on the other hand, we already have two pretty good ways of making corn on the cob. Maybe three. Three? It doesn't matter. Boil it, pressure cook it, grill it. Oh, yeah, I do love it from the pressure cooker. So part of me is also like, uh, do we really need another way to cook corn on the cob? Don't forget about the plastic. Oh, yeah. Good, something else for me to feel guilty about. I know. Um, So, yeah, even though I'm intrigued by this one, I'm going to take a pass on it. Okay. Tuesday. Fresh and creamy lime pie. This pie relies on the killer combo of citrus and dairy. Think creamsicle. For a mellow, sweet, and sour dessert. Now, I put this on the list to torment you because I was hoping it would come up on Friday and you would already have uh, picked something else. Like, I wanted that to happen to you repeatedly Oh, a slow torment. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for you, your evil plans didn't work out. (laughs) The randomizer got me. Uh, yeah, I pretty much have to take this. I do. I know, baby. I, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, yep, that's what he's taking. <laughs> I love a good key lime pie. And hey, I, I still think we deserve some credit, right? This is, what we, was this, episode 15? Mm-hmm. And we hit, this is our first time to get a dessert. To be fair, the first X number of weeks, there were no dessert options. Well, okay, that's true, because we were using the emails. Yes. Okay, that's fair. But anyways, yes, I'm taking the, I'm taking the lime pie. I love lime and I'm and pie happy. and pie although may i point out that earlier this week you were saying apple was your favorite non-chocolate pie that and may still be true doesn't mean i don't love lime well i know that's true <laughs> okay there's plenty of room in my heart and my stomach <laughs> for all kinds of pie mm, pie okay okay but moving on for everybody else if you didn't take that wednesday pan seared scallops with lemon caper pasta Pan-seared scallops with lemon caper pasta is a gourmet recipe for any occasion. Light angel hair pasta is tossed with a citrus white wine sauce and tomatoes. Yeah, this is one I hope... Actually, I actually hope this one comes back around because I, I don't know why, but I just I seem to always like things with a good white wine sauce. So I'm intrigued by that one. But obviously, not this week. I don't know how to cook scallops. And I don't know when they're cooked. 
So that freaks me out. Mm. Seafood in general kind of freaks me out. Yeah, it's true. We're but still that doesn't mean, I mean, we're, we're trying to stretch ourselves. That's true. Okay, moving on. Yep. Thursday. This is the world's most confusing name. Vanilla cake pancake. That's not a vanilla cake pancake. <laughs> it's a vanilla cake pan space cake. Got it? King Arthur recipe. I don't name them. Okay. When you're when you're after a classic vanilla cake or in need of a quick and easy one bowl dessert, this vanilla version of the classic cake pan cake won't disappoint. Its moist fork tender texture and rich vanilla flavor are sure to make this a favorite for any occasion. I've seen the picture of this cake. It looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like a good white cake? Yeah. I assume that's what we're really what it really boils down to. It's a vanilla cake pancake, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> it has sprinkles on it, so you know it's joyful. From the Department of Repetition and Redundancy. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it sounds great. Again, hope it comes back around. Uh, and we'll finish it off with Friday. Veal piccata with lemon and capers. Veal piccata with lemon and capers is easy, delicious, and ready in 15 minutes. Veal piccata, also known as veal scallopini, is made with tender, thin slices of veal dredged in flour and sautéed in olive oil, butter, and capers, and served with a buttery lemon sauce. Oh, man. That's another one that actually sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. Although I I still feel guilty about veal. I feel so guilty about veal. We don't eat it often, just every once in a while. I cannot remember the last time we ate veal, Ian. Well, it's been a it's been years. Yeah, it's probably been a couple of years. Yeah, that's what every. I once think it's in a while. been more than a couple of years. I would say five okay. years. Well, regardless, maybe. It still sounds delicious. It does not sound sucky. We had <laughs> someone send us I don't know a boatload of recipes that feature capers. Oh yeah, because so, I said I never, or I wasn't sure if I liked capers or yeah, not. Yeah, I believe I seconded that, and he showed us. <laughs> Well, I'm sure one of them will get through the net one of these days. I'm not, sure they will. Not this week. Not this week. This we, week, it's fresh and creamy lime pie. Woohoo! All right. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right. Then, thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Oh, wait. I yeah. have something else. Okay, go for it. We forgot to take pictures of the snap peas again. Well, in general, we forgot to take pictures again. The snap peas in particular this time. But we did take pictures of our pizza, and that's what will be on our Facebook. And you can look for us on Instagram or Twitter, but we don't really do anything there. So, <laughs> But if someone wants to come teach us how to use Instagram or Twitter, we are all ears and thumbs ready to learn. <laughs> that's right. Okay, Ian, finish up. Okay. He was doing such a good job. If you played along tonight, use this week's survey to tell us what you picked. You can find a link to the survey in the episode notes. And if you want to get a recipe put in the randomizer for a future episode, you can email it to us at precipeyourluck at gmail.com. For Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week. Bye.